Hello and welcome to another Connectabytes. I am your host, Patrick Barnett, and with me, I have staff writer, Pedro Hernandez. Hey guys, how you doing? So basically, there has been a decent amount of news, a lot of rumors this week and weekend since our last Connectabytes episode. I guess I'm going to start here with the biggest one that I, at least what I thought was the biggest news story. Well, rumor, I guess I should say. Um, and it's this Wii U controller image leak. Basically, it shows like a redesigned Wii U controller, and there's a couple of notable differences between this model and what was at E3 last year. And the most notable difference is that there are analog sticks instead of circle pads on the top of the uh, controller. Other than that, there's a plus and minus button. They were moved. Um, and there's like a square underneath the D-pad, which is unidentifiable. No one really knows what it is. I mean, it could be anything, really. Do you have Do you have any thoughts about what that could be? Well, um, it could be something related to the menu system because at last year's E3, we saw the the concepts for the games and the controller, but we didn't really see the home menu, the how it's going to interact with the controller and the and the game because. Right now, both the 3DS and the Wii have a dedicated home menu that interacts with the main game when you're playing. So I assume that all of these new additions are for are somewhat related to the menu that we might see at E3. It could be for something else. It could be for decoration. We don't know for sure, but I suspect that it might be something related to the home menu that allows um, the interaction between the game on the TV and the game on the game tablet, on the tablet's um, little screen. Okay, like like something where you could press it and it beams whatever's on the TV down to your controller? Yeah, like, like for example, if you're playing and you want to take the game tablet over to the living room or another room, you press the button, The that's when the controller starts to interact with the main console and the console sends the signal over to the system and then you can carry off with you when you're done. We don't know for sure it could that could be it, it could be for something else entirely. Maybe it could be related to something brand new that will be that will be premiering on this year's C three. Yeah. Who knows? I, I I think I read a rumor somewhere online that it had something to do with the Wii Vitality sensor. <laughs> which <laughs> which I, I really doubt but <laughs> it, it's a still rumor you know, so that would be really amazing if that came to the surface after years of being announced and then just dying just like that. Yeah. But but definitely this entire rumor, the one thing that strikes that that I enjoy the most is the uh, analog sticks instead of the circle pads because I mean I have a three DS. I know you don't have a three DS yet, Pedro, but the cir- the circle pad is kind of annoying to me in some ways. Like I almost would prefer I did an try stick. the three D S once before and I, I did see that the circle pad was a little bit annoying, but not enough to say that it's kind of bad. But again, that was just like a two-minute interaction with the handheld. Like, I'm not saying so, it's terrible. It's just uh, like I feel like a lot of games would benefit from analog control rather than circle pad control. Yeah, I, what you, I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking about Wii U, let's move right on to our next story, which is about a rumored Wii U game, which is mm-hmm. actually rumored to be in development by Retro Studios, and it is a crossover game between Star Fox and Metroid. Now, uh, Pedro, you wrote up the story on this on the site. And yes. <laughs> let's have you detail the game. Well, basically what 
the new story is about is that supposedly Retro Studios wanted to do a brand new IP with some elements of Star Fox and some elements of, of Metroid Prime, like it would be a brand new franchise, but it would have gameplay elements of those two games, but then they said that because Nintendo had worked with them before with Metroid, Donkey Kong, and Mario Kart 7, that they were trustworthy enough to hand them over the the two franchises and had them work on an epic crossover games that will have stages based on Star Fox and stages based on Metroid Prime or Metroid. Um, right now, a lot of people are calling, for lack of a better word, bullshit on this because it sounds like the type of idea that someone will come up just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly because, what you mean. Like someone was yeah, in his bed, was smoking something or was more and said, you know what would be cool if Retro did a game with Star Fox and Metro Prime? Yeah. Well, and and they, and they just to fuck us over. They put <laughs> it on the internet and then it spread everywhere. Yeah, we're we're in those weeks before E3 where rumors are just going to be running rampant all over the internet. <laughs> well, I think that Retro might be working on a brand new game for the Wii U. I think at this point it's a given because yeah. Retro has been so close with Nintendo in the last few years that it's pretty much expected that they're going to be working something on the Wii U. The problem is that because we don't know for sure what they're working on, there's um, there's a lot of rumors that there, it could be Zelda, it could be Metro Prime 4, it could be Star Fox, it could be Metro and Star Fox, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're developing something for Wii U because I don't feel like they would jump over to a handheld system after years on the Wii because they did what? Yeah, Prime they seem 3 more to then... be more comfortable with um, console gaming rather than handheld gaming. Yeah. In my opinion, though, to be honest, I'm known, I'm known around these parts as being the retro hater quote because the last few games they have made had not impressed me deeply, but I am curious that in this somehow turned out to be true, I will actually go watch more of it and play because who doesn't want to know how they're going to do a Star Fox Metroid crossover game? Yeah, I mean, if this actually becomes true, it's going to be really interesting to see how they do it and what exactly form the game takes in the end. Because even though I have kind of some issues with the games they make, there's no denying that they actually treat the franchise with a lot of respect. And they understand that the franchise has a gameplay element that must be respected and then kept 100% true. So it would be interesting to see how they are able to create this whole story that crosses over two of the most interesting franchises Nintendo has ever done. Yeah. Um, well, moving on, we have more Wii U news, actually. And this is revolving around Aliens Colonial Marines. Basically, the there was a press release revealed that basically said the uh, other versions of this game were delayed until February 2013, but it said the Wii U version would have a release date to be announced. Now, this basically, people started speculating maybe the Wii U, because that comes out this year, late 2012, maybe the Wii U would get an exclusive on this game. But it turns out it 
probably will not because the game is not being it's not playable at E3 this year. So basically, it's either going to come out in that February 2013 or most likely later. I think the game might turn out to be a launch window title, which is uh, the title that doesn't come out at launch, but it's going to be around somewhere at some tiny me first year because that tends to happen a lot with some of these games that they are announced right around the same time the system is unveiled and they even show up as being launch titles quote-unquote but usually it takes up to a whole year to just get the game out so I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case with the Aliens game that yes it's going to be like a highlight title for the Wii U that Nintendo is going to be using to say hey we have the Wii U look at this at these awesome games you guys they're going to be hyping it up at E3 and then at launch but it won't be around till next year because the game just plain isn't finished yeah like I'm glad they're taking it seriously where they understand the game isn't going to be ready so they're not going to try and push it out as quickly as possible I mean I, I always feel it's better to take your time with the game and make sure it's done and done right before it's released. Not to mention that the Wii U is a is brand new technology and the controller is likely go, going to demand a lot more work because it's going to be brand new Yeah. and it's also likely that the development team is going to try and get the most out of the system so that by the time it comes out, this version of Aliens is going to be more unique and more interesting than the straightforward versions of the on the other consoles. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think it'll be bumped back to, like, late 2013. It'll still probably come out within the first few months, but I'd, I'd say probably June at the latest. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll probably want to get it out before E3 next year. I think it's going to be out by then. Yeah. Um... So moving on to the next story, basically is it's yet another rumor, but it's almost confirmed. It was uh, Castlevania Mirror of Faith was teased, rumored. Um, they basically found this online somewhere, and it's basically a 3D Castlevania game for the 3DS. Um, when they say 3D, is it um, uh, like Castlevania on the S T for 3D or? Like a 2D game that has. I, th- 3D I think it's more visions. of a 2D game that has 3D. That, oh, that, okay. that, that, that was my understanding, at least. Yeah, that makes better sense. Yeah. I, I think the 3DS does really well with those like sprite based games where it's 2D side scrolling. Yeah, because the illusion of 3D works out better with 2D graphics than with 3D because you have all of these layers. Uh, uh, place on top of each other, and then when you turn on the 3D effect, you get to see all of these layers pop out. This game and the Mickey Mouse, uh, Epic Mickey yeah. games, that are sure to be interesting to look at because they're going to be strictly in 2D, but the 3D effect is going to make them pop out. Yeah. Um, now, I said its title was Mirror of Faith. It was actually discovered that it is, well, another site, or I think it was the same site, but they later discovered that the title is actually Mirror of Fate instead of Faith. Okay. <laughs> not, not a huge difference, but I, I don't know. I've never played one of the Castlevania games on the DS, so I'm probably going to pick this up. I played the second DS game that came out in 2006, um, Portrait of Ruin, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That's the name of I, it. I think you're right. I, 
I I loved it. I lot I know a lot of Castlevania fans said that the game was kind of weak. Since that was my first Castlevania game that I actually owned and then fully played to the end, I was really impressed with it. Yeah, it's hard as a fuck, but man, <laughs> is it fun! Especially when you realize how to beat the game and say, "Okay, now I see your point, game. I know how to beat you." And then when you actually beat it, it's super satisfying, extremely satisfying. The game was so good to me that I became kind of like a casual Castlevania fan. I've been meaning to play some of the other games in the series, but I just haven't had the time and money to do so. Hmm. Well, it's definitely something I'm going to be wanting to pick up whenever it comes out. Um, but we were, we were talking about the 2D art style, and basically it made me think of another game, um, Mighty Switch Force, which was a downloadable on the eShop, which basically has that same... 2D art style, and it pops out the 3D of like the characters and the backgrounds and stuff, and it's done really well. But um, Mighty Switch Force actually, it was a, about a month ago. It was revealed that there was going to be some downloadable content available for free at a later point, which would include levels and it would touch up the 3D effects so that the 3D mm-hmm. effect would look nicer. Um, and basically, it was just revealed that this update would be coming on this Thursday, May 24th. I, don't, I haven't played the game because I don't have a 3DS, so I really can't comment much of, on the game itself. All I know is that a lot of people really love that game, especially a lot of us in the staff. <laughs> I, so I, maybe, I had maybe a, the update is going to be a really good thing for it in the end. Yeah, I, I had a little uh, war between with Zach. Um, I always liked Pushmo, and he always liked Mighty Switch Force. And uh, Mighty Switch Force actually won out in the end for our... Uh, NWR game of the year 2011 it took one of well, our spots well I guess that's kind of like a good problem to have because it says that the 2DS is about to have some really nice games yeah. and you are about to, de- to argue which one is the best yeah we had to argue over downloadable 3DS games which would make a list <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, and I guess we can just round out some eShop news here. Art of Balance Touch is going to be coming out on June 7th in North America. That is during E3. That is the Thursday of E3. Oh, okay. Um, I guess this is just a sequel to a uh, WiiWare game called Art of Balance, and it's just a physics-based platformer, or physics-based puzzler, where you stack objects and just make them balance out. Yeah, I played the demo over the world ago, I thought it was pretty fun. It could, it seems like it could be the type of game where you say just one more game and then you keep playing for the entire evening or day <laughs> because um, you, you, you are trying to figure out how to put all of these blocks together so that they don't fall off yet be really balanced. <laughs> yeah, those, those types I, of puzzlers are always my favorite. Like uh, Pycross 3D did the same thing to me where I would just play that for hours on end. It was so addicting. I only play them in demo, so I can't comment much on the, on the actual um, game, the full game. But at the very least, all I can say is that the more good these um, good full games the 3DS has, the better because as a blade, it has been really weak on the each of side of things. Yeah. We keep getting some really weak leftover DSI work games that I'm not just going to call it, especially after we got like non-stop awesome 
eShop games like Mighty Switch Force, which we already talked about. Yeah. Um, at least next week we're getting uh, <coughs> Game & Watch Gallery 2, I believe, for the Game Boy Color. That's a really decent game. I recommend that one. It's not, it's not like the best game ever, especially if you're going to be paying like 10 bucks for it. But if it comes out at a decent price, I would say check it out. I always like the Game & Watch games for being, you know, pick up and play when you're bored, that sort of thing. Yeah. So um, that's going to wrap up this episode of Connectabytes. Thank you for joining me, Pedro. You're welcome. It was really fun. <laughs> that's always good to hear. So um, if you have any comments, suggestions, just anything you want to tell us, email connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. And that basically wraps up this show. See you guys later. Bye.